Are we at episode 10? I'm Human Podcast. Um, we have Derek, Susan, and Thomas. They're going to explain to us some things about film, and we're going to get into a really good conversation. So I'm ready to get into that whenever you're ready. Yes, sir. So uh, let's start off with the elephant in the room, the Black Psy movie. You know, congratulations on uh, selling out for your red carpet premiere. Thank you. Right, thank you. It's a beautiful thing. I remember, uh, Derek, you were talking about that maybe two months ago, and now it's happened. How does it feel? Man, it's um, it's definitely been a journey, um, but you know I'm very happy that we we are here. I mean, I'm yes, sir. It's crazy. Yes, sir. So, how's y'all's day going so far? Let's just start off. I know you talked about it a little bit with the cameras off, but let's Man. talk about our days. Today, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, you know, of course, you know, any every time before a massive event that we do, there's a lot of um, strings that have to be pulled prior to. So it's just. Um, it's been a little crazy getting everything taken care of, but uh, nonetheless, you know, the crazier it is, the, the better the project and event's going to be, so I'm very right. excited. Right, right. Let's get into the questions. All right, so first I want to ask all three of you, um, how did you get introduced into film in the first place? We could work our way around the table from you. All right. Mm -hmm. um, okay, great. Um, <laughs> oh, man, how did I get introduced in film? I actually grew up watching, you know, comic book movies and superhero films and mm. whatever was around in the early 2000s so uh, I just was always fascinated by it and I eventually was like you know what I swore at like nine eight years old I was going to be in a, 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 mm. a Marvel superhero in a movie <laughs> and I you, you go back to my email from back then I actually have an email I emailed Marvel and said hey you should cast me in one of your movies it was really embarrassing to never go back to that but <laughs> um, you know I, I, I had some weird acceptance that if Marvel's not going to put me in their movies yet, then uh, I got to go make my own and put my own, myself in them. And that's kind of where my journey as a filmmaker started. And mm. since then, it's evolved massively. Okay. So you saw yourself as an actor before a filmmaker then, huh? Absolutely. At the time, I did. And um, getting more into directing, um, every time you direct a project, you're like, I'm never doing this again. Um, but, you know, yeah, I... I I still do it. I still do it. I, I have uh, a taste for it. I love to go out and tell a story, and that's that's something I want to continue to do. Right, right. Mm -hmm. you, and you, Miss Susan? Well, actually, I started. I'm a model, first of all. So you know, mm. uh, going coming into like the filming world, it was like way different than what I've been doing. Mm -hmm. um, I've been doing, I have done commercials before, but it's, it's truly like way different than doing a movie. So when I met Derek like two, three years ago, he came to me with the idea of Black Side. And I was like, I mean, why not? It's something new, you know, I'm getting into this whole entertainment world. So I wanna be able to try different stuff, new stuff. And, um, you know, now that I, that we're finished with the movie and I'm looking back at it, I'm like, wow, it's been such a like a journey and such an experience just to learn from everyone, you know, the right. actors, the producers, the directors, you know, right. everything that goes behind the scenes is literally like a learning journey, you know? Of course. So how's the uh, transition from model to actor? Well, I'm still doing modeling, you know, mm -hmm. that's still like my prior thing to do, like the thing that I do the most. Um, but acting is something that I'm now looking to do in, in more of a serious way. You know, okay. Taking classes and really like getting into it. 
and it was just because of the film you know mm-hmm. of course of, you know so how's your process of getting into character for Black Side? You being the lead actress, am I correct? Lead actress. So how's how's your process to getting into character? You see, me and the uh, Marissa, uh, we are way too different. Two different persons, you know. Mm. We don't even like have the same personality at all. I am, you know, very uh, goofy and happy all the time, and she has all this like emotions, like about revenge, and you know. Um, serious and taking everything too serious let's right. say it like that so uh with derek helping me he really helped me get into my character and really helped me connect with her mm. and in a way i feel like it, it helped like her character helped me be a better person if you okay know what I mean. yeah i understand mm-hmm. and you mr thomas oh for me uh movies I. When I was growing up, movies, uh, I was always interested in it, you know, but it was never a, um, for me, it was an opportunity for me to get into acting. It wasn't an opportunity for me to get into even doing the directing. Right. Um, But as, uh, so I went into business. I've been in business for over, you know, close to 30 years for myself. And so when streaming and different opportunities opened up, I said, hey, listen, let me, uh, connect uh, to films in a different way. You mm-hmm. know, I brought I bring my uh, business experience to it, and so that's how I got involved. It, it's okay. sort of like a passion for movies. I love movies. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my passion. But then I love business, and so mm-hmm. it just makes sense to bring the two worlds two together. Two together, of mm-hmm. course. So just to make sure, this is not your first film, right, Derek? You've done multiple films before. Yep. All right, Miss Susan, this is not your first time being a lead actress, is or not? It is. It, it is. is actually. Yeah. How does it feel? Uh, it feels weird. <laughs> 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 it's so so weird, you know, because modeling in this is is so different. Mm-hmm. You know, when when modeling, you you basically talk with your body. You know, mm. pictures, runways, all of that. You mm. truly don't speak. You know, or like show your emotions through speaking. Mm-hmm. But you know, acting and being a, re- a, a lead role is has been like, oh, wow! Yeah. Like I can do this. It's like, a I different can, art. Exactly, it's a different art. You mm-hmm. know, and I can really like put something out there that people are gonna like. You know, and I, I well, I hope that they like it. You know, let's mm-hmm. hope for the best. But in my opinion, I think me and the other actors we did a, like an, a really good job. Of course. Mm-hmm. And you, Mr. Thomas, this isn't your first film produced? No, this actually is? is my first full film wow. that I produced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a great uh, learning curve. Um, at the same time, it was great working with Derek, you know, as the director. Um, he really um, brought a lot of insight to different things. Um, mm. Most of the time, the producers sort of stand back and work on the business end, but he and you know, I was allowed uh, to to take part in the uh, the creative part. Okay. And it, it really uh, brought to light some things. You know, mm-hmm. it really helped me out on understanding the entire full spectrum mm-hmm. of the not only the creative end but also the business end. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're learning on all aspects. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, on the business aspect, how like a company like both of you guys, how do you guys are able to produce like a film and then portray it on a theater like how's that theaters. process well the process is interesting the process you <laughs> yeah, yeah. it sounds it sounds in, like Insane. a lot a lot of people's like big dreams is like yeah. to be able to produce and then show it in big theater yeah you know so. 
here's the here's the tripped out part is is uh, most of the time the creative mind does not mix with the analytical or the, uh, mm-hmm. the business. Yeah. Correct. But uh, Derek and I find a way to coexist. You know, um, I respect his craft and he respect what I do. And um, off my many years of marketing and accounting and different things like that, he trusted me and I'm trusting him, you know. And so we work together. And I didn't step on his toes and he didn't step on my toes. And and it's been a, uh, so far, it's been a powerful impact. Mm -hmm. Seriously, I mean, um, just even creating this film, it's, films are very massive. You know, it's not just we're picking up cameras and we're running out in our backyards and filming. It's permits, it's the -hmm. government, it's... um, talent scheduling uh, mm. crews extras um, you know you guys ever thrown a party mm-hmm. and invite all these people so imagine throwing a party of over 30 people mm-hmm. but having to invite everybody back this like, they got to keep coming back mm-hmm. you know for yeah. like 10 10 days of filming yeah. so um, it's it's that it's producing the project you know pre-production is developing making sure everything's ironed out so right. when production happens you know um, you have everything set up and then even now post-production is like a, uh, a crazy thing it's you know you're producing the final product mm-hmm. and, Correct. Um, you know it's it's a multi-faceted uh, environment mm-hmm. but overall um, like I said like Thomas said we we click very well mm-hmm. he um, we trust each other and we we have lots of meetings we meet like every day <laughs> like we'll talk for like an hour hang up five minutes later we'll call each other again talk for another 40 minutes and that and that's just the process of building uh, a strong environment that we're building with the projects, the multiple projects we're working on. Oh, that's right. what was going to be the next question, projects. but that yeah. that answers that. <laughs> uh, now, back to Black Side. How long was the process, like filming, post production, all that? What was your as is like the idea? When did the idea come from? Okay, well, I can say I wrote the film back. It was we were leaving 2018. It was New Year's Eve. Mm. So it, it was New Year's Eve 2018 date. going into 2019. Um, we started filming um, a couple months later. Uh, and then the project kind of had to be put on hold due to mm-hmm. uh, you know family circumstances. But we ended up coming back and, um, and producing it. And I'd say we came back with the same script. We tweaked a few little things. But overall, it was the same script. And I, I reached out to everyone. I said, hey. This is what my crazy idea is to come back. We had a bigger production, bigger team, uh, and we're going to create something amazing this time. And um, coming back around and setting all that up, everyone was full on board, and we um, we dove right in. We dove mm-hmm. right in. Filming was about 10, I think we had 10 days of 10 filming. Days. Yeah, about yeah. 10 days. Uh, and that's throughout the span of an entire month. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, I think there was like one little reshoot. Uh, and then from there, post-production-wise was... Um, I think we just finished the other day. Okay. So post-production is all complete. The film is ready to be seen. You shot the entire film in 10 shoots or 10 days? Ten, over 10 days? Over Not 10 days consecutively, but in the span. It was yeah. all, there was 10, 10 days. days of filming. Wow. Long days. Long days. Yeah, long. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You know? yeah. I mean, it's Real literally it's like 8 a.m., 7 a.m. to like 11, 12 a.m. Oh, my God. Sometimes 1 in the morning. That's dedication. Oh, yeah, 1 in the morning. 1 in the morning. So I know we can't go into details about scenes but what was your toughest shoot or what was the most interesting shoot for you Ooh, she got punched, punched. Oh, <laughs> that was hard okay so here's the thing we, um, 
<laughs> we had a location, and the location ended up backing out like the Friday before filming, which was filming was on Monday, mm-hmm. and the location canceled at like 5 p.m. on Friday. So um, our team is very resilient because we were freaking out, like, how are we going to get a location over the weekend? No one's working over the right. weekend. This was a massive fight scene that had a lot of things planned out for it. So um, luckily, we found a great ranch that's over in Sefner, and they, they worked with us. And um, by Monday, we went over and we were filming, but there was no, not really much electricity. So we had to, we had to run extension cords for like, yards and yards of extension cords and uh there's mad mosquitoes there um there's dogs running around right. everywhere i mean felt like was... i had the mumps afterwards i had so wow. many bumps on me the next day wow <laughs> it was it was a very challenging shoot because it's hot um it's summer kind of it's summer, it's summer. and um we didn't have much lighting it was when it got dark it got dark like yeah. pitch black mm-hmm. so we had to light the hell out of the scene and um you know everyone's hot and it was a long day we were there from 5 p.m until so 1 a.m 1 a.m, 1 a.m. Yeah. So, she, wow. she got punched in the face yeah, so, <laughs> hey look that's her turn that's her turn Listen, so what that. happened was we were trying to do the scene right right and then i'm fighting with a demonio which is the villain in the movie okay and um, there was a point where we're fighting that, you know, we kind of go to improvising, which is not good when you're doing fights, yeah, you know, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> and then, so oh. I have my hair, which is straight in the movie and, you know, it was super poofy because of like, uh, humidity, the humidity and all. Okay. So I have, I'm on my knees with like the hair in front of my face and I cannot see what he's doing. So all I see that he's coming with a punch and like I try to avoid it so it can look real, you know. But then he actually hits me, and I just go into the floor. And I'm like, uh, okay, people, stop yeah, it. Was, uh, we have a blooper reel. Hopefully, it's in a blooper know, reel. I, I do have it on tape. I do oh have it on God. tape. But uh, I mean, like the camera immediately like went down after that. So epic. So yeah, that was great. No, no, no. I don't know. They might put. I think it might be in the car. I don't know. I haven't Maybe. seen that final scene yet. So. Hopefully, hopefully, but but she got him back. Yeah, yeah it, it, was, it wasn't that bad. So, yeah. No, it was terrible. She like throw punched him, wasn't it? Yeah, she <laughs> hit him oh, in God. the throat. <laughs> <laughs> so aggressive. Okay, so speaking on being organized, how you had to get like 10, 30 people to come back for like ten days of shooting. What was like the skill you really most improved on since your first project you made? Oof, the skill I most improved on, and it improves every project I do, is mm-hmm. the team behind it. Okay. There is a massive team of people working behind this project and other projects that we do. Um, that That's what makes a project great, is mm-hmm. the team behind it, uh, the team of talent, crew, producers, everything. When you have a great team behind you, um, where we trust each other, where we work together, and we flow it's actually like one big family yeah. mm-hmm. i would say that's yeah. the one of the, the one of the big things i would tell everybody is um you can go find anybody to make your movie but no one's like what we provide axion and gotcha mm-hmm. um it's it, you come on set and it's like a family mm-hmm. so i'd say i'd say i mean I'm, but is there anything i'm leaving out no uh, no you i mean at the end of the day <clears throat> when the team trusts the director and the team trusts the producer mm-hmm. Uh, they tend to um, they tend to come together, you know, uh, and and everyone wants to be a part of something great, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Correct. and so when they see greatness in us, 
and then we see greatness in them. It sort of uh, produces greatness. <laughs> right. Right. It does. It does. Yeah. Like so um, just a question about Black Psy again. Uh, this was something you wrote about being a superhero. Did like where did the inspiration come from? You like from inside because you did say that when you were younger you wanted to be in superhero films. So did you write Black Psy for yourself? Did you envision someone else being that lead role or? Well, my thing no. is... What, what is your process is what I'm asking. The you. process with that is I I wanted to tell a story that was different, right? Mm-hmm. We got Wonder Woman, we got Black Widow. Oh, well, we, now we have Black Widow. I mean, that's <laughs> there's not many options for female-led superhero films out there. Right. So I wanted to tell a superhero film. You know, we're building a universe, actually, which our follow-up is oh, going to be shot in October called Force. But... um. I wanted to start with Black Sun. I wanted to start with a female-led superhero um, that tackles real-life issues. We're not going up against aliens and super soldiers. We're going up against sex trafficking, and we're going up against, um, you know, real-world issues. Real world yeah. issues okay. that need to be tackled. And I think one of the biggest issues that I focus on is, you know, like I, I come from a foster care background, and um, I wanted to dive into trauma. And I, okay. you'll see this in Black Sign. You'll also see this in Force. Is uh, it's very trauma heavy. How, that is the biggest villain of any of these superhero films is their own trauma. Okay. And uh, that is this kind of story. That's what kind of gave me the premise to dive into this project. Is let's have someone who's super trauma. She's female led. Defy all the odds and uh, be amazing. You know, show her journey through that, and by the end of the film, she's the black side. So that's okay. kind of what we did. And and it's just got to be a great segue for me to uh, talk about our sponsors. <laughs> of course, <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead. You know, because uh, of the idea um, for uh, Black Side and fighting against child trafficking, we were able to um, have some sponsors. You know, one of them is. Uh, Worldwide, named uh, Love 146. Mm-hmm. They uh, okay. fight okay. against okay. child trafficking and child exploitation. And we also have a local uh, sponsor, uh, Guardian of Lightum, you know, and yes, I think sir. Derek can talk a little bit more about them. But they, um, uh, those two organizations are great. They're backing us, you know, because of the idea of child trafficking, fighting against that. And I think it needs to be no, more noise um, and more um, of a movement. Yeah, yes. movement about that. You know. Yes, sir. Yeah, absolutely. I'm 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 a guardian at Lightum now. I work with over 17 children, and um, it is the issues you find in these cases are so uh, severe that people people don't know about that. So, um, and like I said, trauma trauma is the key to everything. Uh, and a lot of these kids, they go through that, and like it, there's a cause and effect to to all of that. And my job as a guardian ad litem is I, I go out and I, I advocate for these children in court. I see visit them in their homes. I make sure they're doing okay. Make sure everyone's doing what they're supposed to be doing to make sure they're okay. And um, you know, even having them as a sponsor. Now the organization actually is sponsoring this project is is big for me not only as a uh, guardian ad litem, but also as a kid who came from the foster care system mm-hmm. um, to show, like, you know, they really do go out of their way to to try to make a better life for kids who come from such a broken system. Yes, sir. So uh, I have to say, they're, they're, we have some really good sponsors 
uh, and uh, we love and support every single one of them too. Mm -hmm. uh, we will edit it like above on the screen somewhere when it comes when it pops up pops up in a video. Okay. okay. So. All right. Okay, so who are y'all biggest supporters? Besides oh. your sponsors. I'd say my mom. My mom is my <laughs> biggest supporter. She's yeah. ride or die. I mean, we've been through, I mean, even today, God, man, we had like eight trips. I don't have my car. It was in an accident mm -hmm. uh, not too long ago. So, I mean, we've been just going all over the place. But um, she's there. Um, you know, she was there for that day of filming. She would choke that neighbor out. But, I mean, <laughs> yeah. but she, you know, she's, she's our biggest supporter. So Of course, of course. Uh, same to me. <laughs> Oh, and, yes, the, and the food, yes. too, is great. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. Um, for me, it's my mom, too. I mean, since I was a little girl, she was, like, with me all the time, taking me to auditions, castings, you know. And she's a, she just inspires me every day to keep doing what I love, you know. And she pushes me to be better. Mm. So I, I'm going to say her. For sure. Of course. I'm about to say my wife and kids, you know. Yes, they, sir. Uh, Always. You better. Always. <laughs> Always. <laughs> the family. I love you, baby. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, yeah, they, they, they're um, not only uh, support me, but they're uh, going on the journey with me. We all okay. are uh, part of Gotcha. You know, my wife is uh, also a producer where she's working on different things, even the next project that we have on. She's already working on it now while we're doing this. Mm -hmm. you know? Of course. And then my kids, you know, they are involved as well, you know, as far as with acting and as far as with taking pictures. So uh, seeing Daddy leave uh, consistently, you know, um, they are uh, they, they give me hugs. They don't get angry, you know. So it, yeah. it's pretty cool to come home and they hugging me rather than I'm coming home and they mad at me because I've been gone for right. Right. to 1 o'clock in the morning, yeah. you know. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing, honestly. Yeah. Okay, switching gears, I would like to ask a, um, more of a serious question. Like, so if there, if there is any, what challenges do you face being, like, a minority, minority in this business? Being like, are, all three do of you, you face any? Right. Listen, um, oh. <laughs> It is a massive issue that is so underlooked, mm -hmm. and I have to say I didn't realize until really, especially this project, you know, because we wanted to make we. This is probably the most professional project I've done. This is my my biggest feature film yet, mm -hmm. and um, there is such a disconnect with um, you know people of color. We don't get the same. Uh, you'd be surprised. You don't get the same. I don't want to say treatment, but you don't get the same opportunities as opportunities. those who, yeah. who are not of color. And, um, you know, and even when you do everything that you're supposed to do mm -hmm. um, and you do all everything by the book and then it comes back and says, oh, well, somebody dropped the ball. Right. You know what I mean? And that's happened so many times on this project. And I have to say, it's just we're still resilient we right. still made the project right. we still did everything and we held each other and every this is a minority made film there's everyone's a minority in this project um either through being a female or being uh african-american uh hispanic you know um asian you know we're all minorities jumping together to make this project happen and we're doing it in tampa bay there's not really a massive film scene here so right. for us to be doing that you know it's it's very big and for me I'm I have to say once again it's the team and I'm so inspired by working with this team. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. I mean, for me 
I'm I'm a lot older, you know. I'm being almost fifty. I've I've ran into a lot of situations, you know, where you have to just overcome. And so uh, for me, I don't even look at um, being things happening as a minority. You know, I, I sort of just uh, take the hit and keep going. You know, uh, I'm not Caucasian, so I don't know what type of treatment they receive on their end. Uh, but as a uh, African American, I, I I know that you have to be um, not just good enough, but but more than good enough. You okay. know, and most of the time you don't have the support up front until they see your work on the back end. You right. know, and so now with our movie um, selling out and. Um, and, and, and then the next steps. Now, we hopefully, we'll be seen a little bit more. Uh, it will be looked at a little bit more seriously, mm -hmm. if I can say it that way. Yes, sir. And uh, and keep pushing forward. But I, I, I like the I like the um, being resilient because it brings the best out of us. Builds character. Right. Right. Yeah. It brings the best out of us. Mm. All right. Since you, Derek, you talked about that Tampa doesn't have that much of a scene here. Are your guys' objective also to put Tampa on the map? For big Yeah, big time. We want to, um, you know, Axion Pictures and Gotcha Film Productions, we're all team tagging and uh, partnering together to make the span of, uh, how many movies did we? Eight. We have eight movies wow. going to be mm, okay. made by wow. uh, this time next year. And... Um, mm. And these are massive projects. They're comedies, action, drama, horror. Mm -hmm. So um, we have a, uh, a little, we have a timeline of films that will be uh, being made. And yes, they're all shot here in Tampa Bay. People don't know, but there's so much mm -hmm. opportunities here in the Tampa Bay area. You got the city, you got the beaches, you got the forest, you got the woods, you got so much here. So yeah, absolutely. And the, the, commu the, local, the, the local people are out of this world local talent yeah um the businesses uh everything here there's so much opportunities here and it's so slept on yeah. i would have to agree yeah yeah yep. and we and we're gonna help bring it out you know we're gonna even possibly even start our own uh, like horror film festival next year that's, that's the right. goal yes, sir. so we got nice. a lot that's planned you know where we want to just bring in uh give uh filmmakers opportunities you know and so it's it's, it's gonna be uh a treat yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're excited. Um, so Derek, going back to the, uh, you know, you said this isn't your first film. You say you feel like it's your biggest, but it's not your first film. So, uh, do you recall your first film? How was it for you? Man, listen, <laughs> my first film. I was like ten years old, and I was I was that weird kid that be knocking on everyone's. Hey, you want to be in my movie? I swore. <laughs> I was <laughs> I swore I was making the, the next Avengers movie You're right. at 10 years old, the little $10 camera from Walmart, you know, but yeah. um, that passion has lived on even to this day, and, mm -hmm. um, you know, throughout the, the years I've been doing this, it's just, um, I grow every single project, every single project, if you go back and you watch the timeline of movies that I've done since, they are always better and better and better the, the more we do them so um and to be honest that's just a part of the journey you know i'm, I'm growing as a filmmaker but most of all i'm growing as a storyteller mm -hmm. and mm. um i'm excited to see after running this type of project and going through all the hoops that we went through with this one the next ones 
if this project's amazing, the ne- the next ones are going to be even more amazing. Yes, sir. At what point in uh, your career of filmmaking did you realize that you had a serious talent for it and and or skill, and uh, you could really see a future coming out of filmmaking for you? You know, I, I didn't really ever see it as a talent or a, or a, I, maybe a skill that I've worked on. Yeah. What I saw it as is uh, a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I've me, never looked at it that talk. way. I'm telling you, for me, it's a lifestyle. I, I, I have to say, um, I was talking to a friend of mine. He's like, dude, knowing you, you're probably going to be making a movie no matter what anyways. And that's, that's, that's true. I probably will be. Um, but because it's a lifestyle, this is the life I live. You know, I want to be big. And I know that it's not something that's just going to come to me. Yeah. It's something you got to work for. You got to put effort into. And, you know, it's just like business. When you start a business or you start any any type of journey or lifestyle, um, you know, it's, there's a lot of risk that goes into it. Of course. And my thing is when I make these, I, I invest a lot into my what I want to do. And uh, because I, I solely believe in the, I have a vision of where things are going to be uh, in the future. And like I said, my number one thing is to build the right team and to be able to do this. And like I said, man, it's it's the lifestyle I live. Uh, it's what I go for. And um, I'm just happy and proud to be around the people now that I have and to grow big with them. Yes, sir. So um, collectively, the three of you, you've watched movies, I assume. You do film, so you have to watch movies, right? What are your top three favorite movies or favorite projects? You can include the ones that you've worked on or <laughs> ones that you feel inspired from, even ones that you don't even like. Top three. Or we could take, we get it, we could get I think one of my favorite films and uh, the one that is inspired me with this movie was um, Colombiana. Colombiana. Which is very, Derek told me about the movie. I, I have seen it before. But, you know, after he talked to me about the film and I started reading the script and he explained to me what it was about and how Marissa needed to act, he told me, look at this movie. And then I looked at the movie and I looked at the movie on a way different uh, point of view mm. and a different perspective that I have seen before. Okay. I can see that me and her are a little bit alike, you know, but that's one of the movies that inspired me the most when it came to this film and Marvel, of course. Of oh, course. Yeah. Sure, like, you know. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. You saying what inspired me or what movies I like the most? Top three movies, baby. Yeah, <laughs> top three movies. Well, I have to Ooh. say Black Side first. Of course, know? of course. And, and course. the reason why I say that is because that's our baby. <laughs> yes, sir. Baby. All right. Of course. That's just like me saying I love something else before I love my baby. Yeah, yeah. that's ridiculous. Say that. <laughs> so I would say Black Side first. Secondly, man, I'm uh, life. Life, you know, uh, with of Eddie course. Murphy and oh, okay. yeah, 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 classic, classic. Yeah, that's that's my uh, second one, and probably the third one would be um, just off the top of my head would be Class Act. You know, y'all probably don't remember that, but that's what <laughs> I, I've, I've heard of it. I know I've heard of it. I don't remember, but I know I've heard of it. Oh yeah, that's what uh, these two guys, uh, Kid and Play. You know, yeah, back in the day. yeah. So back in 1992, I remember mm. that. Yeah, day. I was even alive, man. I remember. Yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> no, the cool thing, see, but here's the thing: they were uh, new filmmakers, you know, and they had just came out with uh, House Party. And then House Party 2, they were all amateurs, you know. And I remember going to the movies to see Class Act, and, and, the, and the movies was packed. 
mm-hmm. but it was a, a, it wasn't it was an amateur made movie, you know, mm-hmm. and it was it was just cool to see um, them competing with the big boys, right. you know, and that was a thrill. And then on top of it, it was good, you know. So yeah. it was it was a, a eye opener for me of that course. day. Mm-hmm. Derek. Yeah, ooh, y'all put me on the spot. That's a hard question. <laughs> yeah, you're lying. Um, I have to say the ring. It traumatized me as the a ring. child. Yes, sir. It really did. I couldn't take baths for like the longest. Um, um, the ring, and I'd say obviously Black Side, of course, because that's one of our biggest projects. Yeah. A lot went into that. Um, and then, you know, I would also say... Um, Sinister. I'm a scary movie guy, man. I love. I haven't watched Sinister. Sinister is actually really like. I watched that by myself the first time. I could not. And that was like really terrifying. The first scary movie I've ever watched is The Gallows. It's really the only scary movie I like. I like The The Gallows and the second Ring. Like when they redid it. Oh, The Ring too. Because I couldn't. The first one was like kind of too scary, and I was young. But the the second one. No, not Ring too. But like when they redid it. I think they redid it like a couple years ago. Oh, the uh, newest one. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I could watch that one yeah. all day. <laughs> yeah, that one but was I was not into scary movies. I couldn't do it. Nah, I mean, yeah. I, mean, I, I saw a scary movie, and I don't think I took a shower for a week. Oh, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially in the, the way The Ring uh, ended, the newest one, it, it bothered me. Really? It, it disturbed me. Yeah, Man, it was crazy. less scary, more disturbing than anything. And that, that's that's the ring. It's not a scary. I mean, it's, it's scary. eerie. So, yeah. It's eerie. It's very like yeah, it makes you sit weird. But what about you guys? What is what's yeah. your top three? Top three? Yeah. Uh, fences. Fences. Oh wow! Yeah. Training day. That was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. And then probably Transformers. Hey. I have no idea. Like, I, I watch movies, but I don't really retain. That's one thing I gotta learn is retaining. <laughs> uh, the only movie I can think of is like Four Brothers. Four uh, Brothers is, yeah. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, I can't think of anything. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's, got, it's gotta be The Gallows. Um, uh, I am legend. Oh, that's yeah. And I think oh, I think seven pounds. I'm gonna have to put seven pounds. Seven up. I'm a I'm a Will Smith fan. That's a Will Smith. Right? Yeah, I'm a I'm a Will Smith fan. Yeah, yeah. Will yeah. Smith. Is, yeah, that's it's either seven pounds and the pursuit of happiness is tied. Oh yeah. yeah. You can't you can't go wrong with Will Smith. Yeah, you yeah. Hey, I got a number two. Yeah, uh, I got a number two, man. I did not. I started watching it though. Bro, his newest movie had me boohoo crying. Like I was stupid crying. I started watching it. It was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I started watching. I haven't finished it. I need to go back and finish yeah. it. Heck yeah, man! Yeah, you can't yeah. go wrong with Will Smith, Eddie yeah. Murphy, all nah. those top guys. Yeah, the legends, you know, in yeah. every household, household mm. names, literally. Mm. So uh, just to wrap it up, I know you guys are busy and trying to stick to a schedule. Um, and conclude or to conclude it, is there anyone that uh maybe you take inspiration from or? Anyone that's produced anything or actors that you would like to work with in the future or see yourself working with in the future? I'd say my biggest inspiration, and it's been since I was a young boy, uh, is Justin Bieber. I know it's crazy. He's a musician. <laughs> <laughs> y'all can laugh at me all you it's want. It's not crazy at all. Right. <laughs> it's not, it's not crazy at all. I'll say it's Justin Bieber because my thing is he the way his story of coming to be i'm sorry i'm sorry you really got me off guard with that uh, his story of coming to be is just so inspirational to me because he's he was just po- he was a kid just singing his mom was filming him uh doing his talent and 
posted videos on YouTube and got big off of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I was always a big fan of the documentaries. All I got to do is I remember, if I'm ever feeling down or depressed, I just watch that and it reignites something in me to just go out and be amazing because, you know, the lifestyle um, he has is similar to the lifestyle I want to have as a filmmaker. Is, you know, he has that, this is my passion, this is what I do, I got my whole team. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to be as a filmmaker is to be able to be living, doing my passion, and, you know, just continue to grow with my passion and stuff like that with an amazing team. So. Mm-hmm. Of course. Mm-hmm. You miss Susan being a model and now getting into acting? Honestly, um, mine, they change. <laughs> Truthfully, like, I admire a lot of people, you know, mm-hmm. and I like to read about a lot of models' backgrounds, a lot of, like, actors' backgrounds, too, because they have, for me, they have such, a, like, inspirational stories to tell you. I mean, you see how hard they, you know, fought for what they, they have right now, and it inspires you to really keep working on your dreams, you know? Mm-hmm. So at the moment, I have Rachel McAdams. She's an actor. She has done, like, The Notebook, Mean Girls, all that movies. Mm. I mean, I'm a, I'm a sucker for romantic movies. <laughs> Let me start there. <laughs> but I have seen, you know, I, I was seeing her auditions for The Notebook the other day, and I saw how well-prepared she went to that audition. Like, she killed it. That was her role, you know? And to see her, she's an ama- amazing actress. So I admire her so much. Yes, so, so much. Man, if I had to pick, uh, it's kind of hard to pick one person. It is. For me, it would be three. You know, uh, if okay. I can sit down first with Eddie Murphy, man, that's my you guy. Have to. Mm-hmm. You have Eddie to Murphy, talk. man. He's a comedy guy. Yes. <laughs> yes. So Eddie Murphy, then Will Smith, mm-hmm. and Will Smith. Uh, mm-hmm. of course Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington. I'm gonna be him, So, so those would be the three that I would, you know, want to uh, yes. work with or sit down with and just pick their brand. Right. Um, just the last thing. Anything you want to say to any? Uh, younger people out there even you know older, older people out there is aspiring to take that step and chase their dreams and follow their paths whether it's in film uh music or any other type of art anything you guys want to say to uh inspire the youth yeah my thing is don't let people tell you who you are and where you need to be put into don't let people put you into a box at the end of mm. the day um when you do these types of things, everyone looks at you like you're crazy. And um, those are not the people you want to surround yourself with. You want to surround yourself with people that are just as crazy as you. Um, I love the way you worded that. There's people that will want to come in and say, oh, well, they've been doing this for this time. And, you know, uh, I got this background. I got that background. And you're doing this wrong. You're doing th-. Listen, at the end of the day, um, art is subjective. Yes, sir. Um, art is personal, and everyone's got their own way of how they do it. How they there's no rules to it. So um, be you, be who you are, and uh, keep striving. Because at the end of the day, they can talk all the trash they want. Are they anywhere? You know what no, I mean. Sir. Mm-hmm. Get to where you want to be. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Love that. You, Miss Susan. Um, for me, it will be you're gonna hear more no's than yes. And mm. more in an interest in this industry. Um, so instead of just listening to people and the no's that they tell you, listen to the yes, because they're gonna be rare, but they're gonna be like so fulfilling that that's what that's what that's what's gonna help you keep going, you know. Yes, ma'am. And that's what's gonna help you with like be with a more positive mind. Basically. Yes, ma'am. Of course, I love that. Actually, I don't know how, but that has always spoke to me more than anything because yeah. you know I make music. 
first time I played my my song for my mom, she hated it. But then, like, she told when I heard that first yes, it yeah, lit, it really lit a fire helps in you me. so much with like how you feel inside. Yeah, like, and sometimes you're just so doubtful of what you're doing, and you're thinking, "Am I good enough? Am mm-hmm. I gonna like make it in this? Is this good?" Like, you see all these other people doing better than you, and mm-hmm. then you think, "Ah." probably i'm not that good enough but right. then you see all these people that are supporting you helping you saying yes to you look seeing a potential that you might not even be looking at you know so yes, just ma'am. trust your gut basically i feel like it validates your passion yeah, and things does. for that and you mr thomas um if i was speaking to the kid uh, to a child right now i would tell them to um take your time <coughs> mm. While you're young, do everything that you can, you know, as far as uh, find out um, what you like, you know, uh, get to know yourself, find out what gift you possess. You know, everybody yes, have gifts and talents. Which one do you possess and, you know, which one can you be passionate about and, uh, and, and learn to love yourself and find confidence in your abilities. Um, because once you get older and you go, uh, go into the world, the world is going to do everything it can to break you down, mm-hmm. you know. But if you've established a foundation of knowing who you are, there's nothing the world can take from you, you know. That was and, therapeutic. And don't allow yourself to uh, be in a box, you know. Don't let yes, the world sir. put you yeah. in a box. I tell my kids because I here's what I did, you know. Like even with studying or with um, or doing your work. You know, it don't necessarily have to be eight to five. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're if you're uh, more uh, if you're better at staying up late at night, then stay late, stay up late at night. I mean, I used to have to be at work at six o'clock when I worked for State Farm, six o'clock in the morning. But before six o'clock, I was up at midnight studying, you know, preparing myself for, you know, my journey. Right. I was sleep once I got off work, you know, different things like that, because I was more focus during a specific you know period of time of course and so don't allow the world to tell you how to be yourself to how to be your best yes sir love Mm -hmm. that um appreciate you guys appreciate you guys having you guys on episode 10 of the podcast hopefully after you guys have a few um movies and projects with both of you guys together especially having eight we'll have you guys back (laughs) later on and that's pretty much it. Thank you guys for tuning in. Let me just throw this out there before we before we cut off. I love uh, you, babe. <laughs> 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 now we we do have a comedy coming out called oh. What the Hell. Oh yeah. You know, oh, what the that hell? What the hell? You'll so get that. to see the trailer before you see Black Psy in theaters. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Oh, this, Immediate. This is, this is, yeah. Immediate. I love yeah, that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, sir. Hit the link. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're gonna leave uh, their Instagrams. Oh yeah, Instagram, social medias, anything you guys wanna put it out now we can put it out we're gonna edit it on the screen for you yeah absolutely uh our instagram is at axion pictures spell it uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait yeah it's gonna be on the screen bro it's gonna be on the screen man well i'll spell it in case you guys can't find it a-x-i-o-n pictures got you um my instagram is underscore susan diaz underscore beautiful and ours is uh gotcha films so um, yeah. Like I said, uh, links in the description. Websites. We have mm-hmm. websites. We've seen yours. It's beautiful, by the way. Oh, I'm going to leave websites in the uh, description. Go show them um, love. Yep. Social medias. Um, your sponsors, would you mind sending emailing those to us so we could put those um, links to those? Uh, we could edit it on the screen as well. Okay, great.
Once again, thank you guys for having us. Also, congratulations on selling out for your red carpet premiere. Mm-hmm. Thank Excited you. about thank that. You. Big milestone. And um, hope you guys enjoy it.